What's going on, y'all? It is July 9th, 2018, and this is Flipping Tables. Um, I'm Jose Garcia coming to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the Frankfurt section, doing my thing, getting ready for work. You'll know how it is. Each week, I come to you with some um, some good news, some bad news, um, some irrelevant news, some, some some random news, things that come up in my life and whatever. But uh, it's 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 that type of party. So enjoy, man. First, I want to talk about how Colorado schools are arming teachers with no state oversight and few training standards. That is the um, quote. That is um, the headline from thinkprogress.org. I'm talking about the the fact that there's teachers in Colorado who are who have been given the um, the green light to take guns to school. Um, this, of course, is in the aftermath of of um, the last two mass shootings in um, that happened at schools this year. Um, there have been numerous attempts to um, shoot up schools this year, um, and apparently the NRA doesn't care. But um, as Donald Trump, number 45, says um, that he rather arm the teachers than, you know, do anything that's actually beneficial. So here we are in Colorado. They've got the green light to bring guns to school. It's only a matter of time, honestly, till um, a teacher decides to let off a round in a, in a child. Um, unfortunately, it is my suspicion that that child will most likely be a black or brown child. Um, since, um, we have an affinity to, um, to be misunderstood in the classroom, but um, that's that's to be seen, and it's unfortunate that that's even a thought in my mind. But it is. I mean, I don't understand honestly how how this would help anyone. There was a a um there was a, a resource officer um, in Florida um, when when the Parkland shooting happened. And um, he is a trained official, uh, uh, official resource officer, um, trained in firearms for years, probably. Um, and he didn't do nothing. He didn't. I'm sorry, rather, proper English. He didn't do anything. He didn't do a thing um, to help the children in Parkland. Um, so we are expecting teachers who have minimum training with this type of high adrenaline, um, high stress situation. We're, we're, we're entrusting them with firearms in schools. This, this is a few things. It, it speaks to our culture of fear, right? In America, we have a culture of fear, especially in rural areas where there is a dense population of people um, this is also a culture of death, one that says that people need to die um, instead of being prosecuted. Um, this goes back to things like police brutality and um, excessive force. 
um, so now we're giving teachers this sort of the same power where uh, once they feel threatened, they will be within their rights to shoot down a student, shoot down um, a suspected perpetrator um, and, a, and a suspected assailant, whatever. Once they start to fear for their lives, which seems to be the cat call of um, most uh, people who have a license to kill, um, this is going to become commonplace. I'm telling you, I, it's, it's, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. It, it just, it's, it seems to me like it's sort of like second nature to humans to, to be this way. Once they've been given license to kill, they do because they can, and they can justifying it by fear. Um, so it's just a little weird to me, but nevertheless, that's what's going on there. Um, another story, um, in New York, Manhattan, there was a man who broke a man's skull with a metal pipe. I don't know what the, what the um, conversation was about, what the argument was about. I didn't watch the video. I'm not going to watch the video. I don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to expose myself to further trauma than I have in the last couple of years with all these police shootings. But, um, it, it, you know, I live in Philadelphia. If you live in Philadelphia, you know that when you get on the L, you are going to run a really high chance um, or run the risk of being exposed to panhandlers on the train. You're going to be exposed to panhandlers um, in Center City, um, even in your neighborhood. You know, people are going to be out there asking for money. And that was the case in this incident in Manhattan on the, I believe, the two train. There was a panhandler. He was asking for money. I don't know what the what 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 it was that happened. If a, if a, if a man you know told him to get a job, you know how it is. You know somebody asks for money and you're like get a job. You know I, that might be the the case here, um, but it's it's um it's wild that the man who hit the other dude over the head with a pipe got that upset. And you know what? It's I, I could kind of empathize um, with that because I don't I've never been in that situation where I've needed to panhandle um, where I've needed to ask people for money on the streets um, so I, I don't know what is going on mentally there but I do know that when people antagonize you you know there's there, you know depending on your your mental health that will only go but so far um, you know, you can only hold your tongue for so long. You can only, um, you, you know, it's, it, it takes an act of God, honestly, um, a fruit of the spirit um, of patience um, and, and long suffering to really um, be able to take this type of, um, of verbal, uh, verbal abuse from people because it is abuse once, you know, like people don't, people aren't thinking, you know, you know, you might have, this man might have gone through some things. This man might have lost it all, even due to bad decisions or through unforeseen circumstances. And he's out here panhandling. He's out here asking for money. Um, like, people don't know that. People don't know. Um, so, I'm kind of apathetic, uh, not apathetic, but empathetic toward, towards um, this particular um, instance. 
But man, my man ain't had to hit him with a pipe though. You know, like that's what I'm thinking. Like that, he ain't had to do him like that. He ain't have to to hit my man in the, pi- in the head with a pipe. And, you know, he she fractured his skull and broke his eye socket. Like wow, I I, I would never want just to 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 condone that type of violence ever because I don't think it's warranted. But this leads me to um, this leads me to think about how God calls us to himself right so we're sinners that's what we are man people are sinful people are sinners there's no one who is good no not one like nobody's good as as, i mean really good everyone has a motive everyone has a vice everyone has um a pattern that they struggle with in life, a negative pattern um, called sin. Um, whatever they, that, that may be, it might be different from different for different people. But seeing this type of action where a man is panhandling and then one man sees it as, you know, I don't want you to do this around me. So he lets off, his, he, goes, he might go off on his racist um, and sinful uh I mean, I can't say racist because I don't, I don't know what race the man who got um, who got cracked. Um, I don't know what what race he was, but that could be a factor. What also could be a factor is just the this, the inconvenience. Like, yo, I don't want you asking for money around me. I feel I feel like I don't need to hear that. I'm coming home from work. I don't want to be hearing you asking for money when I just want to relax. You know, it could be that. It could be a number of things. It's not always racism. And that's my bad for always maybe insinuating that, but it's not the case. Um, but yeah, like, and then the other dude went off on his anger. Like, just broke it all off anger, angrily. He just started waiting on my man, cracked his skull with a pipe, and kept it moving. Like, as soon as the, as the train let off, he. He scurried out and bounced, you know, but that's, that's, that's sinful humanity for y'all, man. That's why I'm saying we need Jesus, y'all. We need him. We need him. We need him, you know, not to stop um, violent attacks like that. Cause I think, you know, people are, people are going to be people, but, um, so that we can empathize with the victim and the victimizer and really understand that there's things deeper that are going on than what we see on videos on um, YouTube or on um, on a news website. Um, and then lastly, uh, my f- this one I actually read this morning. Um, and it, it came out yesterday afternoon. And um, the, the headline is, it's on the dailybeast.com. Michelle Wolf unloads on anti-abortion activists. God bless abortions. With the, um, with, with a quote under it that says, some people say abortion is killing a baby. And that's what um, Michelle Wolf says. And then she goes on to say, it's not. It's stopping a baby from happening. Yo, that's wild to me. That type of thinking is wild to me. And then she goes to unload on um, pro-life people, which I think is kind of warranted. Um, I get it. And I agree 
to a certain extent with Michelle Wolf here. Um, but she's like a pro-abortion person. She's a pro-choice person, and, and I respect that. But I can't respect, or I can't, um, I can respect it, but I can't, um, I can't agree with her assertion that abortion is stopping a baby from happening. A baby is a baby at conception, y'all. The baby has DNA, the building blocks of life within it at conception. It is a baby. The only difference between the baby that's just been conceived and a baby outside of the womb is the position and size that's literally it literally at the point of conception that baby has everything it needs to continue to grow it has everything it needs to grow at that point so i can't agree with the pro-choice position that um abortion is simply stopping a baby from happening i believe that um that a baby is a baby at conception it has everything it needs to grow and to be born um after the what what is 30 40 weeks of of being in a mother um i don't think that um that she has that right at all um she she also um says things like um You know, this is all in the context of the um, Justice Kennedy resigning. Um, she says that that um, it would be catastrophic for reproductive rights, um, and that it's ironic that Trump could be the guy who ends legal abortion. Yo, I'm with that. I'm with that. It is ironic that Trump, of all people, is going, like might be the president to. To um, do away with legal abortions, I'm I'm with that. It's weird to me. Um, Trump is not a moral dude at all. Um, this is all for I believe this is all optics. This is just him um, pandering to his base, which is Republican evangelicals. Um, and I'm and I definitely don't think that it's real on his part. Like he doesn't really care about abortion or lack or 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 anti-abortion I don't, I don't think so and then he goes on she goes on to say that she doesn't call these people pro-life she calls them anti-abortion and I I'm with her on that I'm with her on that um, she says that pro-life is a propaganda term that isn't real it's like healthy ice cream and um, handsome testicles um, and that she prefer that she prefers the term anti-abortion which she equates to anti-woman. See, I, I, I'm, see that part I don't agree with because I don't believe that if you're anti-abortion, you're anti-woman. I believe that if you're anti-abortion, you just really anti-abortion. You care about the body that's inside the woman as well as the woman. Um, I think that what she, what she says or what she communicates um, when she says that um, to be anti-abortion is to be anti-woman is that if you're anti-abortion, you are against women being the best they can be. And that is a false assertion. That is a, that is a, um, that is fallacious. She's, uh, yeah, it's fallacious. Because 
a woman can be successful even if she has a baby that is fallacious to say that it is anti-woman to be anti-abortion it is wild to me but i also do agree with her that pro-life is a propaganda term because the people many of the people who are pro-life are not really pro-life they are just anti-abortion like she said um she goes on to say fighting hard for health care um child care um education gun control protecting the environment those are really pro-life things and i i'm, I'm with her on that but i also think that anti-abortion is also a pro-life issue um and then she goes on to say that um, anti-abortion people do not care about life. They just care about birth. And I'm with her on that, too. You know, again, the, the, the anti-abortion pro-life folks, they really they really care about birth. They don't care about the child after it's born. Um, there are organizations, churches, um, parachurch organizations now who are not only pro-life and anti-abortion, but also they are, um, they are seeking to assist women, um, with, uh, with children who are unwanted, um, that, you know, they're, they're able to step in and, um, get someone to, to, um, adopt the child, um, and it's going on all over the country here in Philadelphia. There's Alpha Care, um, and there's um, there's uh, Bethany House. I think it's called. I think that's um, that's the agency here in Philadelphia, or that's a agency here in Philadelphia that does um, adoptions. Uh, and they're they're out here. They're out here. People are caring about the children who are born. That's true. That's it's a lie to say that um, that people only care about birth all the time. But I will say that um, it seems as though that a lot of these pro-life folks are only in it till they are born, and then once they're born, they don't care anymore. Um, and I see that um, because I also see how they don't care about the children at the border. They don't care about the children who are currently in cages. They don't care about the children that are coming up from other countries seeking refuge here in America. They only care about the unborn who um, may possibly be born but may not because of abortion. Um, that's 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 not good. It's baloney. Um, she says. Uh, <laughs> She says, like, they think the only place you can watch a woman crap, I'm not going to say the, the, the other cuss word, on the table, noting that about one in four women have an abortion before the age of 45. Abortions are super common, and the stigma is BS. Um, just because abortions are common, this is a point I don't, I don't agree with her. Um, I don't agree with, abortions are super common, and the stigma is BS. So her perception is because they're super common, they should be super legal. And that's not true. Um, slavery was super common and super legal. It was wrong. Uh, the, the Holocaust was super common and super legal 
and super wrong. Um, Jim Crow was super common, super legal, and still wrong. Because things are super common do not mean that they are right and should be legal. Alright, that's all I have for this week, y'all. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Philly underscore Sway. And if you want to follow me on the gram, it's Philly underscore Sway. Alright, see you guys next week and peace, punch, Captain Crunch.